Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. I've got an idea for a new kind of guy I'm going to be, and I want to run it by you, Jordan. Ooh, I mean, you're already a pretty guy-y guy. I know. I mean, I, you're, I'm you're just going to pivot. You're going to pivot. I'm pivoting in the, in an area seasonally. It's sort of a seasonal pivot. I'm going to be honest with you. It's so you'll be you'll pivot. be you'll be a you'll be a different guy depending on depending on the weather, depending on you know. Yeah. No, I'm not pivot, Starbucks pivoting. Menu. I'm not pivoting to seasonality. I'm saying during this season, okay. I'm trying a seasonally themed pivot. Okay. No, I like this. This is great. Um, yeah, I can. I'm here to help you out. Uh, if you want to workshop something, spitball. Maybe if there's one thing I know, it's guys. Obviously, I've always Jordan. I am a guy. I'm. I often speak with them. Great. So you know, you know your stuff. Oh yeah, I know my guys. So here's. Here's what happened. I was at the uh, Pasadena City College, I mean, Pasadena High School Farmer's Market. Okay. You know, I, mean, I love it there. Great Farmer's Market. Check out this. There's a good scone guy there. They're pre-packaged, so you might be like, eh, am I just buying a pre-packaged scone? They're great. Really? Oh, yeah. I like that weird guy that sharpens knives. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, yeah. Very nice, weird guy. Okay. Here is what I faced. The okay. summer, the summer fruits are gone. There's right. no more melons. There's no more stone fruit. There's a, they're all gone out of there. And the you've winter, really, you've really hung your hat on the on the pluot. Um, it's oh, a big yeah. thing. It's a big part of your guyness. Yeah, everybody knows I'm a pluot guy. The mm-hmm. huge plu pluot guy since way back when, three four years. But when they're not in season, who are you? You're just a husk. So obviously, You're just the five or six other things that you do. People listening right now, they're like, "Oh well, Jesse, obviously you're a Satsuma guy." Oh right, yeah, sure. And we're recording this. It's um, Thanksgiving-ish. That's when Satsumas come in, and and there were some Satsumas at the market, Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's the popular seedless tangerine. They were garbage. Oh no, my These god. Things were- were greener than they were orange. I don't, they shouldn't even have bothered to bring them in. So you know what I did? Knocked over the stall. I went and bought myself some down apples. The f- oh, okay. Jordan. Went and bought myself some apples. And this from, is what I'm thinking about right now. Did you now. buy them from Ha? Yeah, I bought them from Mr. Ha. <laughs> love Ha, love Ha's apples. <laughs> love, love how mad he is that you're buying apples from him. Yes, <laughs> some... If you okay, I, we're laughing. If you guys knew Ha, if you guys knew Mr. Ha, you'd be ha, saying Ha Ha because you'd be you laughing be, along with us at how well observed this is. Ah, uh, this guy is cranky. Stare he only takes cash. It. Yeah, Applewood for sale. Cords They're great of apple apples. Wood. Yeah, and I got myself some Arkansas Blacks. Okay, this is one of the one of the uh, obviously. I think our audience already knows the best apple is Sundowner, but one of the. One of the best of the rest is the Arkansas Black, and there's no Sundowners in there. And this is what I'm thinking. And I try. Ha's also this got w- good pears. Do you ever get pears from Ha? And I get an I'll get an Asian pear, which is half pear, half apple too. Oh, I didn't know that about Asian pears. That's what I figured. They're as much right. apple as they are pear. I don't know. I mean, I couldn't tell you that for sure, but it seems like it. No, I believe you. I'm just going to start repeating that to people. Great. 
So I tried this out this morning when I was going through the uh, flea market. Different market, obviously. Yeah. I had always preferred to slice my apples. Mm -hmm. Same here. What if I'm a guy who shines an apple on his shirt and then holds it sort of next to his face, mm -hmm. maybe even with my in, in my right hand, with my left hand under under the elbow, thinking, and I take a big bite out of an apple. And it's I sort mean, of like a, you know what I mean? I, I would, if I saw you doing that, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Be like, there's, there's Jesse with a new thing. Um, have you thought about just spit? I mean, I love it. I love it. I love it. What, when people shine the apple like that, what is it doing? <laughs> Why do they do that? Are you just feels, getting feels apple great. particles on your clothes? Feels tremendous. Um, have you thought about, you know, leaning on a fence post and cutting off slices with a knife? Ah, oh, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. I mean, if no. we're, if we're, if we're listing Apple guys, oh, shining geez. it on the clothes, pretty good guy, but cuts off slices with a knife while leaning on a fence post. You don't fuck with that guy. Where you're holding the knife and you slice it straight into your thumb. <laughs> yeah, well, like a I scissor, mean, like a yeah, scissor where the like knife is one away, blade and your thumb slice is the away other. from the hand. I think that'll kind of that would kind of remove some of the mystique. But you know you what would I'm gain talking. by doing this if you just cut yourself and started, uh, you know, yelping. But you know the move I'm talking about, right? I know the move. Here's one thing, though. Mm -hmm. If you're doing that, you miss the opportunity to do something that I had a great time doing. Mm -hmm. Which is looking at the apple and thinking about where your next bite's coming from. Oh, yeah. Do That's like a serious guy move. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you're going to get eaten, apple. Oh, and... let me ask you this. Is, yeah. is part of this going <sighs> on the apple? Or are you going well, and then, <sighs> The first move is you go, <sighs> and then okay. you- Did I miss that? Did you say you were going to go, huh? No, you're absolutely right. Okay. I left it out, and it's it's completely my fault. No, I mean, you could have thought it was implied. I just, you know, want to- Should I go? <laughs> Maybe you just do the show with Dave. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I would like to see how he eats an apple. I got to go rebuild my confidence after this thing where I forgot about saying no. <gasps> on the apple before you go- What does that do? Then, like, is that- is that ever been something anyone has done, or did the, is that just an acting, like an acting tick? Like an <sighs> actor needs to do something in a scene, so they do that. Sort of like talking on the phone with your thumb and your pinky finger extended. <laughs> yeah, I get. Yeah, have you actually seen anyone do that? And if so, why do you? Why? Why did people? Why did people ever do that? Like you need to moisten on the, the surface. You need to moisten the surface. Okay. So that it, but then you rub off what you did on your clothes. Yeah, well, well, once the surface is moist, then it's prepared for the scuzz to come off onto your clothes in a way that it wouldn't when it was dry. Why does it have scuzz on it? Because it's a fucking apple, man. It's been out in a fucking tree for six months. Oh, so is this just something you do if you can't wash it? Well, is this what a, an unwashed Jordan, apple? Jordan, you go. Do you go around your house washing apples? 
before I eat them, yeah. I mean, I I mean, a, I mean no, you can take you, it with you, but you, I wash it what before. What are you wearing? Fucking yellow dish gloves and a hairnet, and you got a big sudsy bowl, and no, you're you washing all it, your just fucking just apples. Right into the sink. I'm out there in the world doing stuff. I'm right. a man of action. That's why you find <laughs> me on fence posts. Right. That's why you find me not having slices. Our guest on the program is a good friend of ours. I haven't seen him for quite a while. It's very nice to see his face. It is. He is a comedian, a musician, and an author, most recently, of the brand new book, The Awesome Game, One Man's Incredible Globe-Crushing Hockey Odyssey. Mr. Dave Hill. Hi, Dave. Hello. How do you eat your apples, Dave? You know, I mean, I I was... Oh, I, the, the whole time you, you... There's so many things you guys covered in the intro yeah. I wanted to chime in on. I made From mental, apples to other things about apples. Well, a- apples, I thought about that because... Um, From apples to zapples. I bought a pair just this afternoon... And I applied all of these uh, apple washing techniques to the pair Ooh, yeah. that my girlfriend and I, I bought, a, I got us a, you know, I popped into a, a little market. We we're on the road driving and I got us uh, a couple pairs among some other items. And then I got in the car God, and I did all that stuff. I breathed on it. I wiped it. Somehow I pulled up my hoodie, this weird, arguably tie-dyed hoodie, arguably yeah. offensive hoodie for the fashion. <laughs> like, like as, uh, you know, as, uh, to, to both of you, but, but I think especially Jesse, no offense, Jordan, as, as a fashion forward gentleman, I thought, don't. Don't wear an arguably tie-dyed hoodie while recording <laughs> this podcast. You're going to get dragged, <laughs> but, Dave. Um, it's, uh, it was, no, I was, I'm right there with you. I, I, you know, you know, Jesse's a, Jesse, Jesse's a well-dressed dude. He'll, you know, he's, he's got, he's, he's got a a, a jab or a jibe for you if he doesn't like your fit. So I was wearing, uh, before we started, I was wearing a half shirt that says dump him out. And I'm like, (laughs) whoa. I'm not going to get dragged by Jesse on the air for my dump him out half shirt. I wouldn't have dragged you, Jordan. I would have done the obvious thing. I'd have dumped him out. <laughs> I, I love oh, the man. good dumping. I could have been seeing um. Yeah. Man, I missed um. <laughs> um would have been right out here. Man, I love this. I love it when when um are dumped out. Oh, I like I like him dumped out. Yeah, okay, sure. wait. So, work. David, David, David Hill. Yeah. You... Oh, can I actually, can I, can we just get a little bit of clarification on the hood? I don't think the hoodie looks bad. I think it looks cool. Uh, Tie dye is very in. Does it have a design that we're not seeing here on the Zoom? It does on the back. Uh, oh, it in, says in Blue a... Lives Matter. Yeah, maybe a bad hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't say that. <laughs> it's a Blue Lives Matter hoodie. <laughs> um, it, it, but, but the flag is, is fa- it fades as it goes down. Oh, no. Cool. Um, and it's in the Punisher logo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. Uh, you know, I I was gonna bring this up uh, maybe in the second half, uh, but I've recently become sponsored by BMX companies, as you can imagine. <laughs> right. Yeah. And because uh, of your BMX skills. So good at it. Yeah. Um, it's from the Merit uh, 
brand of BMX uh, equipment. Uh, they they were kind enough to send me some stuff, and I do love this hoodie. It's uh, very very comfortable, but I can't. I don't know how I can really show it to you. Can I get Dave? How do I get a BMX sponsorship? Um, you have to be amazing at BMX. No, um, <laughs> I the way that I did it. I'll tell yeah. you is um, I simply bought a BMX bike on Facebook Marketplace, uh-huh. uh, and well, first of all, I, I made some videos on Instagram and I just put hashtag BMX, even though I was riding a mountain bike that was given to me for my college graduation <laughs> um, some time ago. To be fair. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then people would be like, that's not BMX. And I would say BMX is a state of mind. And uh, <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. And then it's, it's um, B- hey, it's BMX somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So then uh as I, this past September, I did uh I was lucky enough to go on tour with Tenacious D. And I asked, you know, in Scotland, I did the last half of the Fringe Festival in Edinburgh. And this is where I bought the, I bought a BMX bike and I rode it into my show. And, and then I was like, I kind of like having a BMX bike. Um, as a man of a certain age, uh, it's slightly, well, I don't want to say it's absurd for me to be riding BMX. It's amazing, but it's actually good exercise. You have to stand up the whole time. Because you know, the seat is so low. I'm really friend, just not focused here on my our, BMX tirade. Our friend Kyle Kinane is a, is a passionate BMX biker. Oh, see? He and I should chat about this. I didn't realize yeah, that. That guy's got all kinds of free hoodies. Wait a minute. Okay, I got to step it up. Well, it is really... I I literally, right before we started recording, I was looking at colored bike chains i might do an upgrade on my bike nice Um, you're probably saying hey dave are you sponsored by a bike company yeah i'm glad you asked um (laughs) i'm sponsored by mongoose oh the the og look uh, out cobras the mongoose is coming yum 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 (laughs) (laughs) they love to eat so basically in the you know i'm in the winter of my life and, uh, <laughs> their BMX are uh, in winter. I'm just going full BMX now, and um, that's great. You and Jesse are both kind of like embarking on you know new ventures, you know, in the twilight of your years. I love it. <laughs> right yes, as, the right last... as, as death looms over you. Yes, yeah, uh, the, the last few weeks of my life here. Um, yeah, I've just been riding and uh. I really, I really like it. You're riding around, and you, you just because it's this little bike, everyone immediately assumes you're a menace, and I really like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. But basically, I started riding a, a BMX bike at my shows just as a just to give that uh, real anything goes quality to the proceedings, and then I take it to the streets, and then oh, yeah. I'm just around. And when you're riding a BMX bike, like all the other street toughs, they look at you. They're like, what's up with him? I want to get involved with that right. or fight him. 
or whatever, you know. Do you have neon accents in either your outfits or your bike? Great question. Not right now. I don't have any neon accents. Um, but yeah, my bike, I, I got one, well, the mongoose bike, I'm not enough, you know, contractually obligated to mention the products. Um, I just got some sweet grips sent to me by the merit company Ooh. grips and pedals. And I'm literally I'm Dave, literally no one has ever sent me a BMX bike. Well, I mean, that's a shame on you because I would think if if I'm sponsored by a BMX bike company, how hard could it be? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I amazing. Mean, I feel Let shame. Let me be clear. I'm, I feel deep <laughs> shame. I mean, then again, when you see me on this bike, you'll be like, this guy, I mean, he is amazing. He's elevating the sport. I'm not that... I mean, it's a rebuilding year for me. In terms of BMX, <laughs> your right? first your but first year. <laughs> it's my first year. year. But um, you traded some white... of the stars on over expensive contracts for rooks. <laughs> I have a few uh, in I have a few wipeouts under my belt. On the very first comes night the territory, of the... man. It's part of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Comes with the territory. Yeah, if you're gonna go hard, you're gonna go. You know, you're gonna wind up you're gonna so, get with flat scrapes. But I got a black. I on my first night of the Tenacious Detour, I wiped out on stage in front of maybe 10,000 people. <laughs> Is that on the internet somewhere? No, I, I mean, may, I'm sure someone has it on their phone, but I rode the bike. There is footage on my Instagram account of me riding the bike on stage. My friend Jason Narducci videoed me going on stage very fast and confidently and then on the i wrote it off at the end of the set and jack black was standing on the side watching and i went over some wires and the whole bike slipped out from under me i landed on my face and then i got up and he said jack said oh we got to get the spotlight to follow you tomorrow so we catch the wipeout <laughs> you know <laughs> he thought you were and doing it up like, or you thought it was a planned bit yeah and i was like that wasn't planned i'm in a tremendous amount of pain right now um <laughs> and I, I had a black eye for like a week of the tour which was pretty cool yeah i mean makes you seem dangerous gives you rock and roll bona fides oh totally it was sweet. where do you here's my question for you dave you're touring with Tenacious D. Of course, you're probably traveling in a luxury Learjet. So, yes. Where, where do you put the BMX bike? In the back of the Jeep that follows the Learjet. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Jeep that drives right directly behind the Learjet. <laughs> Got it. The Learjet just drags it with a long cable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh Dave, that's so it's so fucking cool that you opened for Tenacious T. We're goofing around, but man, that rules. It was re it was I it was maybe the funnest ten days of my life. Uh it was so insanely fun. They're the best guys, their whole band crew, everyone's amazingly awesome. And uh I'm gonna do Dublin in the UK with them in May. Dang. And so uh now I'm like sweating. I'm like, oh, how am I going to get the bike over there? Got to get the bike over there. <laughs> how many black eyes can you get? I guess yeah. only two. <laughs> and then... I mean, I'm taking it international. And you got to black something else. Though I did, 
I did. Um, I promise I won't talk about my BMX career this entire episode. But no, we got to fit in some of your other sponsors. Yeah, we got to fit in some of it. Well, <laughs> I got about talking about Monster Energy drink. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> Volcom wetsuits. I I made mental. I I mean, I do. I do want to address. Well, I'll say very quickly. I drove across the River Leith in Edinburgh on a BMX bike, and not considering the fact that there would be like that green, mossy, slippery stuff at the bottom of the riverbed, and I wiped out really hard. And then uh, I was like screaming. In, in pain in the middle of the river in a shallow area of it and there were these old ladies walking just <laughs> looking at me and I couldn't I couldn't decide whether I ruled or it was sad I don't know <laughs> as I was rules, standing David there rules. just damp and in a lot of pain with Scottish old ladies looking at me wondering why I was in this river but um, what I wanted to say you talked about the the weird knife sharpening guy, right? Yeah. But where I live in New York City, there's a a truck that pulls up next to Washington Square where I take my sweet dog Lucy every morning to play, and the name of the truck is a knife sharpening uh, thing. No, I think I don't know if he. Were, it looks like he sharpens knives, but then it says Doctor Pl- Doctor Playground on it which is the creepiest yeah the creepiest possible thing you could have written on the side of a truck dr playground is a horribly disfigured man who's covered in <laughs> knives he has a right. suit made of knives mm-hmm. that's a different thing yeah it was so i see that and i'm like i always want to meet him but it's one of those just keep on walking scenarios and but then the asian pair i also concur I believe it to be half pear, half apple, but also, and Jesse, tell me if you disagree, it's like a rain, a rainstorm in your mouth with every bite, and I mean that in the best possible way. It's an extraordinary fruit. I mean, last year, last year in the holiday season, we discussed that if you live somewhere with a Korean or Japanese grocery store, you can avail yourself of those cultures' gift fruits, uh, the ultra premium fruits that are wrapped in little foils that uh oh yeah well they have like the the webbed the cheese, sort of webbed cheesecloth yeah oh webbed styrofoam i know exactly what you're talking about like a stretchy like a, a like a stocking like a fishnet yeah. stocking for fruit so it doesn't get into trouble with the other asian pears mm. <laughs> i know I exactly what you mean david uh, you'll Dude, have me, to so you could me. you know, could if you had two of them you could dump them out. Yeah, <laughs> dump out your pair. No doubt about it. Oh man, Dave, uh, can I ask you a question about the Tenacious D experience? Please. Obviously, huge Tenacious D fan here. Same, likewise. Could couldn't love Tenacious D more. The best. Uh, Jordan, They're I think did you did you come to see Tenacious D at the the Phil, the Fillmore and the or the was it the Fillmore in the Great American Music Hall? Yeah, yeah. I think we we saw them we saw them a couple times in college. We would like we would like go up to San Francisco from Santa Cruz to see to see the D and it was uh 
it was a it was a goddamn blast. I've seen them a couple of times since. Uh, yeah, nobody nobody rocks harder than those guys. They yeah. really do. I've said this before, but I saw Metallica like two weeks before the tour began, and if I had to give out a a, a rock, hard rockin' award, mm-hmm. I'd give it to to the D yeah. over Metallica. Mm-hmm. Yep. They rocked. They it was. It's a better show. You know why? They never went to therapy. It's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you go to therapy, <laughs> they air out their grievances on stage. There you go. <laughs> yes. Once you become self-aware, you can't rock anymore. But this is yeah, my question it's... for you, David. This is my yeah. question for you about Tenacious D. Okay. So, as I said. So stipulated that Jordan and I are both huge fans of the deed. They're totally great. They're really great guys. Uh, mm-hmm. In my very limited experience with them, there's them coming on Bullseye. They couldn't have been more lovely and delightful. Absolutely and lovely. So I can only imagine that it would be a great time to hang out with the probably very nice people that work with them and them on tour. Yes. It's all so stipulated. I will say that when Jack Black became famous... Some Tenacious D fans were shitty frat boys. <laughs> and I wonder what it's like to BMX on stage and not know how many shitty frat boys relative to uh, ultra rockers and comedy nerds there are in the audience. Uh, Well, I, I mean, I went out in the crowd every night and I, I didn't. I didn't see like a lot of fratty dudes. I think it's sort of, you know, over time, the the audience is is uh, maybe those guys focused on the ones that really care. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, But that having been said, I think uh, you know a BMX bike is a unifying thing. It's a unifying factor that. Right. Basically, if you have a pulse, a guy <laughs> rides out in a BMX bike, uh, you know, frat boys, nuns, at base, you know, little children, every, you know what, everyone's, it, everyone, it's like Santa Claus. Everyone loves it. You know what I've always <laughs> said, Dave? <laughs> I've always said that if Kamala Harris mm-hmm. rode into the Senate on a BMX bike, there would be no tie to break because it would be 100 to zero in favor that's, of her priorities. That's what I've been thinking about this, you know, politics, not to, but I feel like if there were unifying factors like this, the scenario you've just described, Kamala Harris riding in on a BMX bike. Another one I was thinking of today, and the, the, I'm, maybe I'm dating myself, but I don't care. I think if a politician maybe on the house floor just walked out when it was his or her turn to speak turn put on a boombox that plays freedom 90 by george michael and just <laughs> fold yeah. fold your arms and don't say a word and everybody would be like yeah why are we fighting let's just let's get out of here yeah. We all agree on let's do the right thing. Equality for all, they'll say. Equality for also like, you know, 
there's a thing like things you know global meditation things and i and to be fair i did put something on my i wasn't going to bring up threads today but uh i'm on threads we got to get into it let's hear and what's I, the hot, but I, what's the hot I did shit say on threads i said something wasn't particularly well worded or even you know i don't know it wasn't a strong thread necessarily but i just think if everyone all over the world just put on that one song by chumba wumba at the same time <laughs> yes mm-hmm. what would happen what no one positive... would be able to keep us down yeah exactly can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question, Dave, about bringing Congress together? Because sure. obviously, you know, anytime I hear a honk, I, I look over my shoulder to see if the clown bus is backing up into Washington. Oh boy, so here we go. <laughs> but here's my question: <laughs> Out of the how many people are in Congress? Six hundred, nine hundred, thirty? No one, no one knows. It's yeah, a yeah. lot. Several. Okay. It's like who votes on the Academy Awards? Who are these people, you know? Exactly. So of these some hundreds of people that are in Congress, how many of them do you think could go up there, claim their time, and then do a cool magic trick? Like how many of them know, like learned close-up magic as kids? Or as adults. I'm not, I I don't care when they learned it, Jordan. This isn't a developmental (laughs) issue. I would say seven, and it would be surprising. It would be like, I mean, Corey. Booker. It would be even. Not well. It couldn't be even because it's seven. But I think you know, Cory Booker has strong close-up magic adolescence. Well, thoughts. he's all rope tricks. That one. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of humorist Will Rogers. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I would say that would be my guess. Seven of them. And you would be stunned. Like someone like someone horrifying, like like Matt Gates will be like, wait, hang on. I do oh, actually have. Yeah. Gates knows a magic trick. You're right. Gates knows yeah. a magic trick. Yeah. Um, He'll do a magic trick and then he'll also cup a fart and throw it in your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, how many uh, Congress people would you say know a, a good magic trick? Boy, I think seven's a really great guess. But maybe I would say it's probably more. I think you're right, Jesse. I think that anybody who has like political aspirations was probably a certain kind of Dorcas when they were a kid. And like, yeah, probably probably the kind of Dorcas who would like sit and practice a card trick. Uh, so yeah, maybe I'll go a little higher. Maybe I'll say 20. Yeah. Definitely card trick. Definitely card trick. I think there's a lot of like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of card trick types in Congress. You don't think they would do bigger scale tricks, Jordan? Like sawing a woman in half type stuff? No, I think they, I think they didn't stay with it. I think they, I think they did it a little bit as kids and then like once high school hit they started like joining clubs and shit. I think there's two congress people right now who have a show. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm talking about like there's with patter in between the tricks. Like there's two congress people. Congress people. Congressmen. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be clear. These are dudes. 
that have this. There's two congressmen who can do 15 minutes, who could do a children's birthday party. I like that. I can go up at the Magic Castle tonight. Yeah. Right now. With just a couple of steel rings and a fake bird. Right Ooh. this second. All right. So let's 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 do this. It's almost time for a break. We're going to use this break to call our local congressperson uh-huh. and tell them what our card is. Right. <laughs> and hopefully they get back to us. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every episode of Jordan Jesse Go brought to the listeners by the listeners, the members of Maximum Fun. So thank you to them. We're also supported this week by the folks at Podia. Podia is a platform that gives you everything you need to run an online business. I'm talking about websites, Jordan. Ooh, I've heard those are hot. I'm also talking about uh, selling online courses. I'm also talking about email marketing. I'm also talking about uh, online community stuff. So let's start, for example. Okay. Let's Tell me, wrap my, help me wrap my head around this. I'm a dummy. Okay. Uh, let's say we had a business making peanut butter sandwiches for dummies. <laughs> for, okay. Because I know peanut butter sandwiches and you know dummies. Mm-hmm. We'd need, of course, pbs4d.com. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to put an online store there. And then I would probably want to be selling webinars right? about spreading the peanut butter all the way to the edge of the bread. Sure. Yeah. You like, uh, you know, knife technique, you know, you don't got to learn, you don't want to tell the dummies things like, you know, don't put the knife directly into your mouth. Like. Exactly. Now. Grab the handle, not the blade. These are all things dummies need to know, but. You know, because there has been no website to teach dummies how to make peanut butter sandwiches, uh, you know, dummies have been injuring themselves, sometimes even killing themselves. And if I didn't have Podia, well, I'd have to go to 17 different companies to get all these services, platform services, you know, make a web pretty website, uh, register domains, uh, have an email newsletter for dummies. Uh, sell my webinars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But on Podia, I can do it all in one place. Easy peasy, peanut butter sandwichy. <laughs> yeah. And hey, no tech expert required. You know how I hate those guys. Us dummies hate tech experts. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They're always That's- like, mm, here's how you use your keys. Tech experts hate dummies, but it's just because they know the dummies aren't actually the one talking. It's the ventriloquist who's talking. (laughs) Everything is in one place with one login. You don't have to figure out how to use or connect a bunch of tools. It all just works, and it all just works together. Podia also starts at the best price, which is free. You can start a community, build a full website, make your products, start your email marketing, all for free. 
when you sign up at podia.com slash jjgo. Hey, also, can I say something, Jordan? Please, uh, we, say something. We premiered the stream of the Judge John Hodgman show uh, just a few days ago. Um, it was a great time. And I chatted with somebody in the uh, uh, in the chat on, on, alongside the stream who told me that they had started binging Judge John Hodgman because they came to see the Judge John Hodgman Van Freaks Roadshow show because they were Jordan Jesse Go fans. Never heard hey. of Judge, never listened to Judge John Hodgman before. They said, I'm going to go out and give it a try. And now they're big Judge John Hodgman fans. So thank you, Jordan Jesse Go fans, for supporting that. Um, that show, I've got to see it. It looks really great. And uh, it will still be available for a few weeks at vanfreaksroadshow.com. So you can go and get it and watch it. It is a good time. Uh, it has a finale that will blow your mind. Um, along with uh, Nico Lowry from the Antiques Roadshow. Uh, he's the poster guy from the Antiques Roadshow, the guy with the ridiculous suits. They're very tasteful and attractive, but they're also ridiculous. Um, and All kinds of stuff. There's an auction. There's two giant Richard Kinds. Um, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So Van Freaks Roadshow. everything. Yeah. Vanfreaksroadshow.com, uh, get your stream. And and of course, pre-order Jordan's upcoming book. You got a you got a, a store to shout out, Jordan? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh Youth Group, the upcoming horror comedy graphic novel from myself and Bowen McGurdy, up for pre-order now. Uh we're shouting out folks who are pre-ordering at their local indie bookstores. Uh I got a message from someone who pre-ordered in Copenhagen. Uh, this, this person pre-ordered at a indie bookstore in Copenhagen called Pharos Cigarare. Pharos Cigarare. Uh, they're online at pharos.dk. So, uh, there's a, there's a place to snag your copy of Youth Group, uh, if you're in, uh, Copenhagen or nearby. Um, and hey, if you're, if you're not in Copenhagen, uh, just, hey, why don't I recommend bookshop.org? That's a great place to, uh, to pre-order your books, to order your books. You can get your books via mail like you would at, you know, other e-commerce sites. Uh, but instead of going to, um, uh, evil companies, it goes to indie bookstores. So, uh, yeah, they, they do all their, uh, ordering and shipping via indie bookstores. And, uh, yeah, if you don't have a favorite one in your neighborhood, bookshop.org a great place to get books including youth group some of the indie bookstores might be evil they don't do a ton of vetting that's true yeah (laughs) the cat that lives at the bookstore might be evil uh yeah order 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 youth group go get yourself the van freaks roadshow stream It is really fun and funny uh, and we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland. He is. Okay, so here's my question, Dave. There's not a hockey. Is there a hockey team in Cleveland? There is a minor league team, the Cleveland Monsters. They might be called the Lake Erie Monsters. I think they've vacillated between the two names. Uh, but yeah, they. But there has not been an NHL team. Their mascot is uh, Eileen Warnos. 
that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're called. Oh, they're called now the Cleveland Monsters, and they're part of the American Hockey League. Um, but yeah, there used to be the Cleveland Barons for two seasons in the seventies, but it's not as. I mean, part of the. I mean, one of the many complaints in my book. Cleveland is not as big of a hockey town as I'd like it to be. Um, but America is not as big of a hockey country as I would like it to be either. I mean, you're going to want to... Cleveland is not a first-tier hockey market. I mean, when you think... When I think about hockey, I think about San Jose, Dallas, um, oh. Florida... My blood is boy. You're you're well. You're doing this on purpose. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, this is this is all covered in my new book, The Awesome Game: One Man's Incredible, Globe-Crushing Hockey Odyssey. But yeah, it's frustrating. But even, uh, even you know, with Cleveland, a lot of people are like, "Well, Cleveland, your team must be the Columbus Blue Jackets." And so I say, no, that's the last team I would root yeah. for. As a you know, someone from Ohio. Because Ohio, we uh, some people may disagree with this, but I I think Ohioans all hate all you know whatever city you're from, you like that city or uh, at the very least have a love hate relationship with it, and you completely hate all other cities in Ohio, which is what, how I feel. Do you it's hate divi- Cincinnati? It's a divided state. I hate it. I mean, I, I'm I would go there and be happy to go there and have to have a lovely time. But if if I had to uh-huh. tick a box, I would be like, oh, I hate it. I hate that. Place. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's get into it. What what is it about those smug fucks up in Cincinnati that you? Well, can't you've stand? you've just uh, you've just the right there the smug fucks. Oh wow! <laughs> they have the bangles. Uh, you know, it's just. Just the, they have the bangles. I the mean, there chili you go. on the spaghetti is slightly different than the chili on spaghetti that you guys have. And well, just... the fact that they even have it, I mean, they've already outdone Cleveland. And be, Cleveland, people will will say I'm wrong about this, but Cleveland really does not have any. It doesn't have its own food. Like people, be, people will say things. We have pierogies. It's like that's not our thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of Wait, is, am I wrong about the chili on the spaghetti? Is that am no? I, that's am in I... Cincinnati. That's okay. Cincinnati. And there which are... one do you? I forgot. Which one do you like, Dave? <laughs> which one's good? Well, I'm off chili, so now I'm just relegated to turkey chili, which I would argue is a not a true chili. Against, it's a crime yeah. against nature. It's not even worth getting involved in. Yeah, it really isn't. Um, I, okay, so wait, Dave, said, I, Dave. I do like myself a nice Cincinnati chili. Can I tell you this? You said that you hated Cincinnati because they have the Bengals, Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. A perfectly reasonable reason to hate Cincinnati. I mean, nobody hates Icky Woods, but other than that, I, know. I think but, we we all hate the Cincinnati Bengals except for Cincinnatians. But also, to but also a man of contradictions or. Because I don't like football at on at all, right? So I say that, but I also don't, don't like any of the other teams. I don't like any of the other teams either. So, but here's here's what I thought you said. I thought you said I said why do you hate what do you hate about Cincinnati? And you said, well, they have the Bengals. And I thought, well, number one, I thought everyone likes the Bengals, and oh, number two, aren't the they band. from L.A. or something? 
Oh, don't even get me started. I mean, the band, the Bangles, I, I love. I mean, Susanna Hoffs, forget yeah. it. I mean, the yeah. whole band. Yeah. Vicky Peterson. I I did a show with Vicky Peterson recently in New York. And uh, I would carry, I would do her bidding. Yeah, I, I understand. You know, I mean, I'm sure she wouldn't want me to carry out crimes of any sort. But I'm just saying I would. What if Dave she wanted you to walk like an Egyptian? <laughs> Whatever. You know, she, she, I met her and her husband, both delightful. And they live in New York. Oh. At least they did at, at the time. I, if they left and didn't tell me, I'm devastated. Do you go to the minor league hockey in Cleveland? I have. Uh, actually, I don't think this is a spoiler since they haven't actually agreed to it entirely but um my new goal in life is to play the national anthem on guitar the full scenario is to play the national anthem on guitar you bmx out onto the ice (laughs) no no this is i'm i'm skating while playing the national anthem and then at home and the home of the, the just the notes of course I then I hit a bunch of cool pedals on that last note and it's destruction. Oh my gosh. And everyone's freaking out. I put the guitar on a stand or to hand it to like a guitar valet of some sort. Mm-hmm. And then I grab gloves and a stick. There's five pucks waiting just inside the blue line. And I just <laughs> fire them into the net. Yeah. In, in what I would argue is the, the boldest display of something. So let's ever. Let's yeah, get into this. That sounds amazing. And then everybody goes home because anything Everyone's they see like, after that we is even just play be the a, game. It's going to be a disappointment. My but, first thought uh, here is how many members of Congress could do this? Uh, I bet there's one. Maybe maybe Ted Lou could do it. I mean, I <laughs> I know I know he can't because I went to high school with him. Uh-huh. But um well he might say about you that he doesn't think Dave Hill could get sponsored by a BMX company but sometimes you know he might say we that pivot. he might say that um but there's probably I'm going to say no one in Congress could do it I mean I'm not bragging but I think there's probably No, maybe no one in Congress. Maybe Canadian Parliament. Probably. What about Katie Porter? Do you think she could do it? Without question. Yeah. With, so there you go. Question. Yeah. Yeah. QED. <laughs> but but the, a friend of mine um, connected me with the Cleveland Monsters, and he knows someone there, and and uh, and they, I was emailing with them and. Uh, about the anthem and they were just wrote back the other day saying this sounds great but can you send us a tape of you playing the anthem so tomorrow <laughs> on so the you have docket, to find another minor league hockey team that will let you do this <laughs> so you can prove to your minor league hockey team well i'm just gonna t- i think they just want the tape but now you've got me thinking well you know what i should do i should just go to my high school's team and do there really work my way up mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the idea of working my way up through the minors. 
Maybe you could do NHL. it in a European league. Well, this is the thing. I this is this is exactly what I'm thinking. Then I do European league. Then I'm next thing you know, I'm doing Premier League soccer. Um, it's going to be know, a lot. Hard. The skating part is going to be a lot. It's going to be tough. I'm open to it, but I mean, like, do you guys do? Jesse, you strike me as a Premier League soccer fan, football no. fan. No, not at all. Okay, I mean, I'm not disappointed. I just thought maybe. I go to a lot of bars at 6 a.m. and I tell people that's why I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I if I you know just an American any, alcoholic. Anyone who knows me will, you know, tell you this. I'm a big fan of name dropping, and <laughs> but I I. Kevin McDonald of Kids in the Ooh, Hall of Fame, of course, okay, is a friend of mine, and he cool uh, was in New York, and he invited me. He's a fan of Tottenham Hotspurs, and he said, "Do you want to go watch the game? They're playing at 10 a.m. on Saturday," and and so it turned out there the the game was on at this bar like two blocks from my house that I'd never set foot in. And then I went and I was like, oh, we're here watching the game. And yeah, that, but that was the thing. I was like, maybe I'll get into this because it's an excuse to start drinking really early for no reason whatsoever. Because okay, yeah, it was 10 a.m. and I was just drinking beer two blocks from my house. And then asleep by noon for the day. I know. That's the life. There was this guy in my, uh, <laughs> there was this guy in my apartment building who would always like, as I was leaving, be kind of like, stumbling home because he had like been at the bar i'm like oh this guy's like i'm like oh, is this guy really just like a soccer fan or did he like um you know or is he just like <laughs> is he just coming home drunk you know at 11 or 12 uh then he went on to co-create ted lasso <laughs> really <laughs> yeah brendan hunt there you wait it was brendan hunt this yeah guy yeah that... he lived in my building so, we watched so each other's he... cats so he's a big he he was a a big Premier League soccer fan before. Yeah, the show? yeah. He would always uh, yeah, he'd always be like out at the soccer bars, and I'm like, this is wow. the life. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, um, please, I don't know him, but I'm a I'm a big fan of his work. So please give him my best, and it will mean nothing to him. Yeah, I mean, but, we don't. I mean, I think you know he he would just be like, oh, that's the guy who watched my cat a couple times, and I watched his cat a couple <laughs> times. I gotta tell you, the big appeal of rooting for a premier league soccer team to me is not soccer or drinking because I don't drink as you know, Jordan, to me, the appeal is picking a team where anything goes. I could pick any team for any reason as my <laughs> favorite team, right? You're as connected to the Tottenham Hotspurs as you are to Arsenal. Why am I a San Francisco Giants fan? Because I was born and raised in the city of San Francisco. It would have been a dick move to to be a fan of a different team. Why am I an Arsenal fan? I don't know. Maybe just one time I hung out with Nick Hornby. Maybe I like their little hats. I don't know. Do they wear little hats? Couldn't tell you. That hunky David Beckham. Well, they also, yeah, the Premier League fans, they get like anyone I've mentioned that I 
watched a Tottenham Hotspurs game, they immediately get mad and say, well, no, you can't watch them. You have to watch Arsenal or Liverpool or whatever their team is. Comfortably the best part about English soccer to me is that the divisions and and relegation system is such that you could be rooting for just like 12 guys from the bar down the street. But if they win enough times in a row, they're European champions. Yeah, I like that too. It's it's anyone's everyone has a shot. <laughs> can uh, I can I tell yeah. another name dropping Premier League soccer related story? I wish you yeah, would. If it's not about Beckham. It's it's not Beckham based, and it can't be another kid in the hall. It it can be a member of the state. It is a Canadian, someone who is on Mr. SCTV. SCTV works. It's not a sketch legend, but um, a Canadian. uh, My dear friend Malcolm Gladwell. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. He he had a well his he had a baby, uh, like fairly you know in the last few years. And I had it in my head, I think, apparently based on just one passing comment he made, I got it in my head that he was a diehard Arsenal fan. So he had a daughter, and I sent an Arsenal onesie as a gift, thinking, well, he's going to love that. And and he, you know, he wrote a nice note saying how much he loved it, and then... And I was like, yeah, because that's your team, right? And he's like, no, I'm not into Premier League soccer. I don't have a team. <laughs> like, so. Uh, My kid will grow out of this in a month, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I sent, I really, but he was very gracious about it. That's I don't nice. know where. It's really nice. I, I think he just used the word Arsenal in a sentence and I jumped to conclusions. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah, Jesse, sorry I sent you all those uh, stained gold records. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I don't actually... know where you're not a fan of stained. No, I'm not actually a fan of stained. I may have said something about staining something. Oh, right. Like a piece That's of furniture right, or, a, you know, yeah. spilled some <laughs> grape juice on a sweater. That might have been it. I might have spilled some grape juice on a sweater. It it's really cool. Mistake. It was really cool that you like still hung them up, though, you know, because you didn't want me to like feel bad. Well, I mean, I've never gotten a gold record, <laughs> so I wanted to see what it would feel like. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so you're telling, people, you're telling people those are your gold records? <laughs> yeah, for when I was in stain. Oh, okay. So you're just running with it. Yeah, exactly. Stained. Um, yeah. stain apostrophe D, Dave. Yes, yes. Is there an apostrophe in stained? <laughs> yeah, there's an apostrophe in stained. So. Um, well, hey, it's a momentous occasion when you find out that your longtime friend <laughs> spent some time in the pan stained. And it's also a momentous occasion when you do something and then call us at 206-984-4-FUN. Uh, Matt has a momentous occasion queued up. Time to listen to it, right? Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Go. This is an ant calling from just outside of Portland, Oregon. I'm calling to report a momentous occasion. Uh, earlier in the year, I bought a uh, VR headset, and today I decided to break it out again. I was playing kind of a shooter game, and I jumped out of cover 
in the game to shoot some folks and uh, uh, just uh, nailed my foot on the bottom of my the table thing where TV lives at and took a good old chunk of skin off the top. Um, yeah, real, real, uh, VR to ER moment here. Um, thanks so much. Love the show. Punch a blimp. Bye. Table thing where TV lives. Is there a precedent for VR to ER that phrase on, on it's JJ really, It's really clever. No, uh-uh. I mean, it's, uh, well, yeah. I, as he said it, I said, I thought like he's, he was, he was waiting where to drop that. On yeah. The call. No, I mean, I think he, that he was, just, that was he the kind of, he liked me. it. Um, yeah, no, he did it say strong. it. Was, I mean, we wouldn't say anything as stupid as VR to ER. We would say, you know, full chort and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a big fan. VR to ER. That's a, I think he's, that's a movement. I right. have only gone VD to ED. <laughs> that's the venereal the, that's disease the life, gave you erectile dysfunction. That's yeah. the life cycle, basically. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I am looking here on the Stained website. Yeah. Uh, com. No apostrophe in Stained. There's no apostrophe in Stained? Uh, no, I, I mean, not... Not 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 based on any any official. What band has an apostrophe before it? No, be? I'm pretty sure that Stained had an apostrophe, at least in the early. Uh... Oh, now I got, I got. Maybe they like dropped the apostrophe. My question is. Like we're serious said... now. The apostrophe's too. Oh, jokey. I see. They have. They just don't have an e. Yeah, no E. So no, they dropped I, the E, but they didn't put an apostrophe there where it should go. I thought I thought that they had an apostrophe too. Um, but my question is, why does a band, a stained, they've done well enough for themselves. I feel like that they could afford a domain that doesn't have like here and now dot stained official. Is Here, it? Here's what I think is going on. So Stained has a has a newish song called Here and Now. And on hereandnow.stainedofficial.com, you can listen to the song Here and Now. And then there's kind of like a, a, you know, kind of like an email form. And it says, tell us a story that our song Here and Now made you remember. Okay, I'm working so I, on this. Oh, I gotcha. pulled out... Uh, Hold on, I'm going to play a little bit of it. VR unit that I bought about a year ago. Are you doing I this on, on playing, Stain's website? Yeah, I was playing a shooter <laughs> game and hit my foot on the table thing that TV goes on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tore off a good chunk of the top of my foot. A real VR to ER experience. <laughs> Tell us your name. Jesse, my email, jesse at maximumfun.org. Submit. Can you do one for me? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm I'm listening. 
Uh, I tried to kick my dad's ass, but then he kicked my ass. <laughs> I tried to kick my dad's ass, but Ben kicked my ass. Okay. This song making anybody else think anything? I'm on the site now, and uh, I wrote, I got crabs, period, from your mom, period. <laughs> Submit. <laughs> Man, Dave, um, I hope that doesn't give you ED. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I've just signed myself up for their newsletter. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're all gonna get you getting stained email. The updates. joke's on me. Can I ask a question? I would love for our audience to share their VR to ER stories. Yes, yes. And They're, specifically, I would like to, them to share them at hereandnow.stainedofficial.com. <laughs> <laughs> so take a listen to Stain's new single. In fact, would you would you mind, Matt, playing us just a little bit of the new Stained single, Here and Now? a lot more whimsical than I expected. <laughs> it's full of whimsy. Oh, I think Matt actually at least played Baby Elephant Walk. <laughs> you always said that I'm better when I'm not trapped in my head. So true. That's probably enough of this song. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. Obviously, that's going to bring up different VR to ER memories for different people. Yeah. Um, I had already shared my experience with that first-person shooter, but immediately I thought of when I found out that you could use the VR headset to watch 3D movies. Mm. Um, And, of course, something popped out of the screen at me. I fell over the table thing where coffee lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hit my head, ended up at uh, the Huntington Hospital in Pasadena. Um, so what I'd love for our listeners to do is go to hereandnow.stainedofficial.com, <laughs> take a listen to that song, or just think back to hearing it here on this program, and share your VR to ER stories. And then send them to us as well at jjgo@maximumfun.org. So send them in. And then send them along to us. And uh, Matt will choose a few of his favorites uh, to share with you at home uh, in a future episode. How does that sound, guys? That sounds really good. Can great. I, uh, I don't know if I can up the stakes here, if there's stakes no, at all. but would. Then could I you. I mean, yeah, the stakes are pretty huge as is, but like. They're huge. Let's go global with this. Could you yeah. then get Stain singer Aaron Lewis on f- for the follow up episode? I'd love to have Aaron Lewis on. Um, He's a right wing nut job, but I but which is not why I mention him. 
I just think it would be nice. No, I to think have we them. were actually we were actually kind of just talking. We had a little kind of just production meeting, and I think we want to start having on more right wing nut jobs. Yeah, uh, we had booked <laughs> Ryan Lewis from Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different Lewis. Too much Jordan, of a centrist, yeah. though. And Jordan said centrist. to me, "I said, well, we booked Ryan Lewis." And Jordan said to me, uh, "What you talking about, Jesse?" <laughs> you know do I get oh, I don't yeah. think I get that I don't know <laughs> I just I trust I'm that just, it I trust that it you know what does he say oh, he says what it. you talking about Willis yeah I went with it just cause yeah. I was like I don't Fuck know it. it's close enough <laughs> I mean it's close <laughs> enough for a different just, strokes reference for me why mm, not yeah. I, you know I appreciated the effort what Lewis? What Lewis do you want to get on the show, Jordan? Oh, okay. Who are the top Lewises? Um, Huey. But they do. They have to be right wing. Uh, no, they don't have to be right right wing. It could be any Lewis that you want. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let's have a little. Let's have a little Google. I'll just say I, most. By the way, I I did manage to get Clark, but Lewis was not available. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they only do things as a team. Oh, I gotta get my boy Louis Pasteur. <laughs> That's a good point. I call oh, him Louis. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about milk. We're gonna talk about everything that's going on in the Middle East. We're gonna be talking about the Oscars. We're just gonna be getting into it with Lou- it. Louis Louis Pasteur. Now, Dave. What are you? Who are you bringing to the party? Jerry Lewis, Lewis Carroll. Well, I had been thinking Huey Huey Lewis, but now I'm thinking Lewis Carroll would be. Oh yeah, I guess that would be. I don't want to say better, but maybe more. I don't know. Amazing. You got to figure. I don't know. He'd be saying cool stuff in a cool accent and stuff. Yeah, that does I mean, cool. Huey Lewis would say all sorts. I've heard. Nothing but wonderful things about Huey Lewis. Guys, I got I got a, a better Lewis. Okay. I don't care if you want to have Lou, you know, race car champion Lewis Hamilton or uh Lewis Capaldi or any of these John Lewis, legendary congressman John Lewis. I got your beat. Uh RIP at 90 to Warren Lewis, Memphis barber, famous for cutting hair with candles. Oh, we gotta get yeah. him. We gotta get him. Yeah, you can't beat that. Matt, you want to work on getting Warren Lewis on the show? Yeah, no problem. I'll contact God. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, so Matt, just... are you annoyed that we keep asking you to get dead men on the show? Well, we'd stop asking if I'm you totally would get them. I'm totally fine with it. No, I have a good relationship with God, unlike you guys. Oh, boy. Wow. So, what, he was burning hair the whole time? He was cutting hair with candles, according to... Okay, let's find according to WREG. Lewis was 90 years old and was still working until three weeks before his death. He was semi-retired, but vowed he would never stop cutting hair. His unique flame technique got him nationwide attention. He was featured on late night talk shows, including The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. And in 2017, he demonstrated the cut on WREG's Live at Nine show. 
Former interim mayor and current city council clerk Myron Lowry and many other local politicians were longtime customers at his North Memphis shop. Now, I got to say. How'd he he die? Head on fire? I'm looking at a picture of (laughs) Wayne Lewis, and his hair is a mess. (laughs) This man's hair is a mess. It's very long and goes in a lot of weird directions. He said this he is amazing. got his idea for hot haircuts from watching his mother burn feathers off chickens on the farm when he was a boy in Mississippi. <laughs> Those chickens look great. <laughs> he claimed the fire made the haircut smoother and better. Mm-hmm. This is incredible stuff. Well, it would probably... There would be no split ends. Yeah, creates a wonderful smell. Oh, without... Oh, there is video of it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the video right now. This old man is wearing a truly wild outfit. Well, one of the anchors, or maybe it's an intern, sits on stage very uncomfortably. Reasonably so. Holy shit, this is fucking crazy. Oh my God. Do you think it what would the be fuck? Do you think it would be more entertaining with the music of stained behind it? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Wait, the guy's hair is on... The guy's head is on fire. He fully... And then there's... But don't... There was a celebration dinner for Mr. Lewis. Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. at the Firestone Union Hall. What a truly... Warren Lewis's original hairstyles. I love it. Couldn't love it more. Oh 206-9844-FUN. We want to hear your VR to ER stories, uh, and we want you to submit them on that stained, stained website or else they don't count. Okay? So send them to Stained and send them to us. Your best ones will read aloud. Matthew will read aloud on, here on our program. Send them to JJGo at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. I'm Emily Heller. And I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. We've been doing our podcast for over 10 years. When we started, it was about trying to learn something new every episode. Now it's about us trying to actively get stupider. And it's working. (laughs) Hang out with us and you'll hear us chat about... Gardening. Horses. Various problems with our butts. And all the weird stuff that makes us horny. That's so weird, all that stuff. (laughs) Baby Geniuses, a show for adult idiots. Every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby Geniuses, we know everything. Oh, darling, why won't you accept my love? My dear, even though you are a duke, I could never love you. You, you borrowed a book from me and never returned it. Save yourself from this terrible fate by listening to Reading Glasses. We'll help you get those borrowed books back and solve all your other reader problems. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland. Dave, you have a new book out. It's about hockey. Um, That's right. Is there anything in the book, like what would you tell to two two dudes, like me and Jesse, 
who maybe haven't seen a ton of hockey, don't really know what all the fuss is about, is there anything you could say to us to like get us to get us hyped to get us hyped about the old stick and puck? Well, you've just hit a street called easy because <laughs> that's really what this book is. It's sort of the anti-sports sports book because I am not really a fan of sports, but I love hockey and I've written this book as much as I've written it for hockey fans. It's for people that actively dislike sports <laughs> um, at the same time. Like I've, I've, I've done my best to write it as just an enjoyable read using hockey as sort of the spine I would say in the way that one could enjoy the movie Slapshot and not be a hockey fan, I think you could one could enjoy my book in the same way. What about uh, that one movie where Stifler is a hockey player? Oh, you're referring to Goon. Um, that was flawed, that movie. I think it had its moments. I know that wasn't the question. But same thing, yes. I'm not saying... I would say in terms of quality, my book is somewhere between Goon and Slapshot. Uh, <laughs> if I can say that modestly. Uh, that, But but no, I think it's... It's because uh, it's, 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 it's not... The, the book is not bogged down in statistics and, and play-by-play. There's a baboon attack in the in the in the in it's not a movie yet uh in my book. Um well, you put the baboon attack in there with an eye towards potential cinematic yeah, adaptations. Yeah, not stupid. And Dave, I'm not Dave an just idiot. Keep, just when you're on you're on the you know, you're on the press tour, you're doing podcasts, you're doing interviews, just start calling it a movie. Put it out it's there. It's a movie. I know, I'm going to secret it. But uh There you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it uh but you know for the book I went to Kenya there's one team in Kenya called the Kenya Ice Lions and I went to Kenya to play with them and that's where I witnessed I again in the movie I call it a baboon attack but the book it's actually this baboon there's a bunch of school children adorable little about six years old and they were having a picnic and a baboon shows up and my baboon access has been quite limited <laughs> and so I tr- genuinely well that's what happens when you use they say you have unlimited baboon access but you use too much in one month and they start limiting it right. exactly it's a house of lies it is limited it can be limited um, and uh, this baboon so he starts like picking up pace in the direction of these children I was like oh no, no this could be very bad I might have to fight a baboon I'm the only person with an you know that i see are you just like looking maybe, for a weak spot you're like do i go for the red ass yeah exactly just go for his ass and uh but then he just stole like a some loaf video of game bread. logic like eh, it's glowing red i better attack it <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so there's there's things like there's a lot of stuff in there that it really has nothing to do with hockey and um so uh but uh, but i i I believe the hockey content will also be enjoyable. But I think I think you could read it and walk away saying, "Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to watch a game. See where it gets me." And if even just one viewer of my new movie, The Awesome Game, which is also a book, 
Um, the new movie available in bookstores now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so it's but yeah, basically it's uh it's uh it, it's for everybody. It's uh, it's finally finally a hockey book for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the four quadrant <laughs> hockey book. Everybody can agree. Yes. On. Mom, dad, kids, grandmas, <laughs> and baboons. I want to read the awesome game. Not yet, honey. I'm not done with it. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> Go suck a tailpipe. <laughs> Jesse, I'm going to have to write stained about this. <laughs> uh, Dave, stained. it's always nice to see you, pal. And uh, congratulations, congratulations on your book. Congratulations on these exciting music tours that you're headed out on. You're also you're headed out on another mini music tour. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm doing comedy on the tours, but I'm I'm ripping soul guitar solos, so they're uh, not unlike my book, uh, the awesome game, my book and movie, the awesome. The I'm doing comedy, but bringing guitar heat on these tours. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm gonna in February. I go on tour with Michael Shannon and Jason Arducci are doing a tour where they play the first REM album, Murmur, of course. In its entirety. Wait, is this and acting Michael Shannon? The act, the actor Michael Shannon what? is also a great. <laughs> he's also a great musician. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys are coming. Are you guys coming through L.A.? Uh, not at this point. Oh, they man. are doing Sketchfest. I know that, uh, but I'm not going to be. I'm going to be at Sketchfest, but I'm not going to be on that show. I'm, I'm doing the Eastern. I guess from Athens to Boston with them, six shows. Wow. Yeah, so it's going to be super fun. I'm super psyched. Cool. Um, Good folks, good fun, great music. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, an absolute delight. And Jason's, you know, Jason's one of my best buddies, and he uh, was kind enough to throw my hat in the ring. So yeah, I'm I had a nice personal and... experience with Michael Shannon once. I yeah, couldn't, couldn't be a bigger a fan. Guy. He's a nice, great, great dude. Absolute great guy. Well, I so yeah, it's gonna any, be fun. either of these guys. We're gonna hang out, have cheese plates. Well, Michael, you know, is primarily an actor, or best known as an actor, I should say. And Jason plays bass in Bob Mould Band and Superchunk. Plays guitar in Sunny Day Real Estate. Has his own great band split single. So yeah, we're just gonna be rocking, eating cheese plates. I mean the Hell probably yeah. the other snacks. Can I have some of those smooth almonds on the cheese plate? I hope so. I really like in my you know, in my in these last few weeks of my life, I find like one of my greatest joys is a nice cheese plate. I'll tell you this. When I was on tour with Hodgman, which by the way, make sure to buy that stream, everybody. Uh, oh yeah, vanfreaksroadshow.com. When I was on tour with Hodgman, we had a cheese plate on our rider. You know, you got to have he you got to have something me. substantial there, right? And then one night, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was in Chicago. The restaurant at the venue sent up the cheese plate. And char cheese and charcuterie. So it wasn't just normally you just get the store brand 
like lunchable style right cheese plate and i was gonna ask this because um not to bring up the tenacious detour again but um one of the many luxury items on my rider for that tour was a cheese plate um and the range of what people define <laughs> as a cheese plate was fascinating like because some people as as hinted well, at and they're spending your money too like people don't realize that the things that are on the rider the venue provides them but they charge you for what they cost you don't get it for free it's not in addition to your salary it's it's taken out of your salary and so they don't have any yeah, it's incentive. Away your profits. Yeah, they don't have any incentive to buy you the worst cheese plate imaginable, but they do anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but man, that time that time that the restaurant sent up a cheese and charcuterie plate, I felt like, oh my gosh, that was like the greatest thing that's ever happened in my entire life. I said, look at these beautiful cheeses and this quince paste or whatever the fuck. Oh, it has the smooth yeah, almonds. A paste, Jordan. Just put smooth almonds on your rider, Jordan. Why don't want just I want them as part of the thing. I I know exactly. I like to grab at the smooth almonds on a cheese plate, uh, like like I'm a raccoon. I just kind of <laughs> how do they get I, them? How, is that how they get them so smooth? A raccoon just holds them in a stream for long enough. <laughs> yeah, I've seen an almond; up. they're not naturally that smooth. How did the cheese plate almonds get so smooth? Yeah, the raccoons they, do that. They wow. they hold the almonds under under yeah under the under a under a riverbed. Jordan, Jordan uh, Dave, that's doors. fucking ridiculous. It's it's don't ridiculous. insult our audience by suggesting that the way these almonds get smooth is raccoons hold them under a riverbed. It's fucking stupid. They give the sandpaper to the raccoons. Oh, and the that's, raccoons that is sand the almonds. water doesn't make fucking almonds smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would ruin them. Yeah, we'd just feel, make them waterlogged. I feel stupid. Yeah, I feel yeah. stupid too. Fuck. Well, guys, I'm glad I was here. Yeah. Jordan Jesse goes, theme music is Love You by the, by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and their label, Light in the Attic Records. Our thanks to them. Uh, you can Our producer is Matt Lieb. You can find us on uh, Reddit at Maximum Fun dot reddit.com on facebook at facebook.com slash jordan jesse go you can find jordan and me on instagram at jordan david morris and at put dot this dot on uh yeah that, that's enough things we'll talk to you next time on jordan jesse go i'll hug you and kiss you and love you love you love you love you love you Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.